everyone, and welcome back to Can't Hardly Wait Minute. The podcast reanalyzed the 1998 graduation party classic Can't Hardly Wait, one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. It's minute 86, which I have beginning with the cop kind of hitting his clipboard on his knees. Okay. Like, William has just said something to him, and the cop kind of, like, looks at his paperwork on his clipboard and kind of, like, taps it down on his knees and then says something like, okay, well, whatever. He says, well, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah, but that span of the cop having business takes, like, three or four seconds before he starts to speak. Um, And I have it going through... Um, the song that I imagine you will tell us about, mm-hmm. um, the song lyric, but you got in your car. Mm-hmm. So, so <clears throat> I love this scene with, I love this minute of this cop of cop number one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because he's both like, well, whatever is hilarious. Cause yeah. <laughs> it's like William is freaking out. And this is just this cop's morning. I mean, like, yeah. or like maybe this is the cop's end of shift because he was working the the night because he busted the party or whatever. Yeah. So he's probably like, I don't care. Get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You are, you are a high schooler. Before I, I busted the party, I busted, you know, a murderer. Like, <laughs> right. your party is the least of my concerns. So... I yeah. have a feeling he probably did not bust a murderer and also a high school party in the same night. We but, don't know. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's true. Can't hardly wait to kill. I mean, yep, there we go. I stand corrected. <laughs> I was thinking that the, you know, party busting beat and the murder beat were two separate departments, but clearly not in Huntingdon Hills. Right, right. So then he gets up and... Uh, William gets up and they walk to the to the thing to the to the door well the cop does William staggers right (laughs) and then William thanks the cop and thanks him and thanks him and hugs him Mm -hmm. I think William is still a little bit drunk a little bit yeah like he's like he's hung over definitely but he is also still a little tipsy yeah and the cop is gruff but kind of kind and cool about yeah. it. The, uh, easy now. E- all right, there you go. Um, and I'm surprised, and maybe I'm misremembering, but I think it is going to get the first reference to Hill Street Blues that I've made on this uh, podcast. Okay. Um, he reminds me of one of my favorite characters on Hill Street Blues, uh, uh, Mick Belker, who is this guy who in the credits, everyone, even if they're like, what, no matter who they are, they sort of like have the freeze frame smile as they get their credit. Mm-hmm. Except for him, he just glares a little more and they freeze and it gets his name. <laughs> he's so grumpy, but he's also the sweetest character on the show. He has this like, sure. he's this big softy. And I, I love, I wrote my note. I was like, I love this kind of manly man. Like the sort of like, all right. Yep. All right, let's move along now. Up, oh, yep, I'll give you a hug. Like, it's not, he's not all mushy-gushy. Right. Which is fine. It's his prerogative, whatever. But, like, he's also not like, oh, don't touch me. Like, yeah. Like, like yeah. It's masculinity, not toxic, toxic masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, like, I like you this kinda, I kind of, yeah, I kind of get the feeling that he has kids. Mm-hmm. that he probably wasn't super close to when they were growing up. 
So, yeah. but like he still has those like father instincts, even though he yeah. doesn't necessarily have like the emotional connection right. to his kids. And yeah. they're probably grown and out of the house now. So there's a little bit of like, as a parent, yeah, I feel like I should let this kid, you know, express his gratitude. Yeah. As a cop at the end of his shift who really is just done with this yeah. kid. That's enough, kid. Please let hey, go of me. <laughs> Aaron, I just realized something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> He's eager to get off his shift so that he can go, you know, get a little bit of rest and then go get dressed because his son is getting married later in the day and it was his son's bachelor party the night before. Oh, there so, we go. Yeah, that that's that's my headcanon is that his son is the groom in the uh bachelor party that uh that the um, angel, the angel was at yeah i i would be interested to hear from our listeners how many people have attended a bachelor or a bachelorette party that happened that occurred like the night before the wedding mm, good because like we had our rehearsal and, and I'm, I'm sure it happens in yeah. movies at least it happens movies and tv it happens all the time all the time right but like we had our rehearsal dinner and then i spent the evening before my wedding like hanging out in my hotel room with my bridesmaids right and trying to go to bed at a fairly reasonable hour Right. And succeeding? Eh. I mean, yeah. yeah, We didn't... Like, I didn't sleep well, because I was, like, amped. Yeah. But, I mean, we definitely didn't party until 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. Or whatever. Right. So... It's a a fictional fallacy, for sure. I mean, surely it does happen. Yeah. But... But, And, like, I think the the trope in TV and movies is, wow, that was a good rehearsal dinner. High fives all around. Father, thank you. And then, all right, guys... It's bachelor party time, which is yeah. a wild, a wild thing to, to do. Yeah, I feel like most TV and movies and stuff don't acknowledge the rehearsal dinner. Mm-hmm. Maybe once upon a time it was we do a wedding rehearsal at like, you know, three or four p.m. and then the dinner is for all of the like for the parents and the out of town guests while the right. bride and groom go off to do their parties. Right. 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 And don't and maybe <laughs> maybe once upon a time the bride and groom didn't attend the rehearsal dinner. Yeah, the rehearsal dinner is like like the um, the tent that they put the adults in at Warp Tour, which is like air conditioned and mm-hmm. quiet, while the kids go off and have fun. Yeah, that, that's what the rehearsal dinner used to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I do wonder if it's like if it's like a cultural thing, like yeah. if you know in other countries than the U.S. it is. like the rehearsal dinner is handled differently than it is here yeah i mean honestly here a lot of the time the rehearsal dinner is like it's not like okay let's go back to mom's house for her famous meatloaf and apple pie Ooh, which frankly sounds awesome yeah (laughs) and it's not like a okay everybody over to the olive garden it's like most rehearsal dinners i have attended are like just a step down from the wedding like they're they're like mm, yeah they're like nice fan they're usually at like a a fancier place like yeah I I think that put them on the same tier or at least I'd put my our rehearsal dinner at the tier of like a like a um a scientific conference luncheon okay like, sure like yeah everyone's there and we're serious and we're kind of dressed up there's plastic uh tablecloths. Like it's not. You 
didn't have incredibly fancy. Do we have, have plastic, plastic tablecloths? Table no, it, your it was re- your rehearsal dinner was at like a it was at like a restaurant. Yeah, wasn't it? Was, it? it was in the, it was I think in the hotel. Yeah, it was like the hotel restaurant. Yeah, or or one of the hotel like the smaller hotel conference rooms. But there there were like linen tablecloths. Yeah, and uh, linen. Stuff. Okay, that that's fair. That that's a that was my mind. I guess sitcomifying it or something. Your mind confused plastic and fabric. <laughs> it was it was probably kids partying, like shifting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So ours was ours was at Lightfoot. Mm-hmm. Were you at my rehearsal dinner? You were at I the don't rehearsal. Believe... Huh. I guess I was. I I think I've only been to Lightfoot. It was in no, the up, yeah, it was, was in the room went, upstairs. Yeah, yeah, I was there. You were there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. that that was like I didn't really have much of an opinion on the rehearsal dinner. That was where Kevin's parents had found and they were like, We really like this restaurant. We would like to do the rehearsal dinner there if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. And we were like, uh yeah, that's a super nice restaurant. Uh, I, it, it ended up being way fancier than I think a rehearsal dinner needs to be. Yeah, but, that's a that's a nice that's a nice restaurant. I wonder if they send emails to parents of people that live in the in the area because we found, we we only ate there with my mom and stepdad. Like that was how we found out about it oh, when okay. they came up to visit. No, I guess I guess my parents knew about it from when we lived in Sterling, and it was like the ooh go out to Leesburg for Lightfoot or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Lightfoot is like you would not see kids having prom night dinner there. It's too it's no. too fancy for prom night dinner. I right. think Mike and Karen had prom night foot. Ooh, prom night foot. Nice. Mm. Well, sort of. I don't know. It sounds a little gross, but toes the line. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <clears throat> I you. think Kev- I think Kevin's parents had either asked around or yeah. they may have asked the the wedding venue. You know, is there yeah. a a nice restaurant that you recommend? Because they definitely had gone to a couple restaurants for dinner, like yeah. to find a place to have the rehearsal. I just like imagining uh, Leesburg Parent Monthly, mm-hmm. which is an online newsletter that parents of people who live in Leesburg get. <laughs> when are we eligible for that? Because honestly, I feel Oof. like after the COVID times, I could use some new places to go to dinner. Yeah. I mean, I think that once your kid is in school. Oh, okay. So we should be... Yeah. We should have been it, getting it for years it. now. Mm, check the spam have you folder. Your span? Yeah. I haven't. Yeah. Because uh, no. they, they stylize it L3, lowercase e, dollar sign. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Gmail is like, this is advertising penis implants. <laughs> this is, and they're like, well, yeah, but also restaurants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the hot Leesburg meetup places. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But by which they mean like like popular yeah they just like <laughs> N- nice restaurants to take your spouse for a date night but yeah. gmail is like yeah. no you're deaf this is porn <laughs> <laughs> and not like the normal kind yes this is local porn <laughs> yeah the worst kind local <laughs> um this is not then, a movie about weddings <laughs> it is it is not in in any way well, well in 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 one tiny little in way. one tiny little way <laughs> but we're not there um, yet <laughs> So then uh, a song by the band Dog's Eye View uh, starts playing called Umbrella. Uh-huh. I think this is a contender for best song on the soundtrack. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure how much of that is related to that it takes place basically in the 
conclusion conclusion wow i picked the wrong syllable both times <laughs> in the conclusion of this movie um i think it's i think it's really good on its own but i bet there's some emotional cachet there for me it's the closing track on their second album daisy which i owned and don't currently own it may have been in my cd case that i lost oh no that i left at the airport did i ever tell you about that i don't think so it was in night it was in like 2001 I was going to or from Colorado, and I changed CDs, fortunately changing whatever it was to my Smashing Pumpkin Siamese Dream CD, so then I left the CD case at the in, at where I was sitting at the airport, oh, and they changed my no. gate. So, yeah. But fortunately, I had changed to like my favorite CD of all time, so I, kept, I retained that one. Um, oh, man. I but, bet you lost a bunch yeah. of music, though. It's weird, because, like, I bet I did, but I don't, like, I, I guess I must have recovered what I lost or something, because, like, it's not like I'm like, wow, I don't own that? That's so weird. And it was a whole case full of CDs, because it was 2001. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird thing, because it should be a bigger hole in my life. At the time, it was horribly traumatic. Oh, sure. Because you were flying yeah. to Colorado so, at the time. So you had a whole flight oh, back. I, w- I was going to or from. I had a oh, whole okay. flight back for sure. And they, I think they let me get off the plane because it was pre-9-11 and uh, check. But remember, the gate had changed, so I couldn't run back down to the old gate. Right. So. Oh, man. Yeah. It sucked. But uh, this is the last track on it. it. I seem to recall it was a f- fine album. It was, it was good, I guess. It's, it's not especially memorable beyond this song. Okay. And I always thought they were from uh, Texas, but they are apparently from Los Angeles. Oh. So, uh, so it basically, this song transitions us from prison to <laughs> Amanda's bedroom, uh-huh. where she is sitting at her vanity, taking down all of the pictures that she has of her and Mike. Yep, and throwing them in the garbage, along with, like, corsages a bunch right. of dry, like a bunch of basically all of her Mike memorabilia, right, is being chucked in the trash, which seems extreme to me. Yeah, I feel like at least yeah. hang on to like one or two really like one or two pictures where you look really good. Right, but I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and maybe she just has a whole like a whole thing of she has been photographed by herself and with her. F- Former friends, her friends, I guess. Um, <laughs> With the other girlfriends. Right, exactly. Or she's been photographed, like she's a, a teen model. So she already has lots and lots of great pictures of her. Yeah. She can get rid of what looked to be very nice and classy pictures right. from the looks of yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> was this, was it definitely a trash can that she was throwing them in? I Is, think so. I thought so too. I was wondering if there was any chance that it was a shoebox or something that she was putting them in, mm. like putting them away, but not throwing them out right and maybe my brain just hmm. made the automatic leap to trash can i wonder if you if your brain made the same connection that i made that i don't know that i've ever consciously made before which is to the end of that thing you do where faye is sitting at her vanity cutting up cutting out a picture which has guy and her and jimmy in it cutting jimmy out of the picture right i never made that connection but yeah yeah, I think that is, and she is definitely throwing that 
in the, that part in the trash. Well, yeah. Actually, she doesn't. She let it. She lets it fall by the vanity mirror, and it always confused me because I'm like, did she cut both Guy and Jimmy out simultaneously? Because I didn't understand. I guess how mirrors worked. Um, ah. <laughs> but, and I. I mean, I was like, you know, this was like when I first saw it, and was probably barely paying attention. Right. <laughs> I have a question though about this setup and your high school life okay did you have a a vanity with a mirror in your room i did not have a vanity i had a dresser that had like a big like dresser length mirror hanging Mm. on the wall over it it didn't have like a frame or anything it was just like a big wall mirror okay but i didn't have so there was like no frame for it so i taped pictures to the mirror right but i didn't have like i just when i was getting ready in the morning i would just stood in front of the mirror and did my makeup and stuff i didn't sit down at a vanity and you know brush my hair a hundred times and right i didn't have lights around it i don't think she does either but Right. Yeah. It was not. That's that, that's the mirror in her in her preparation studio mm-hmm. for her teen modeling career. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I didn't have like a van the vanity setup that all teen girls in movies appear to have. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Because I, I was like, is this like a universal like every girl watching this movie is like, ah, yeah, the old I just broke up, so I have to take all the pictures out of my vanity frame. Now, I did definitely have, okay, well, I no longer have a crush on this person, so I will take down the pictures of the group that features this person prominently. Um, (laughs) I definitely had the, oh, I had a fight with this person, so I am taking these pictures Mm. down. I don't think I dated anyone long enough in middle or middle school. I didn't date anybody in middle school. I didn't date anyone long <laughs> enough in high school to have like put up a bunch of pictures of us. Right. But there probably were photos of like a group of us that I took down. Mm. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember specifically getting rid of photos of me and any of the guys that I dated. But right. I mean, Sean was the only one I dated for any decent length of time. The others right. were like mm. weeks at best. Right. And it, I say mm. the others as though there were so many. There were two. But yeah. that's uh, that's more than one. Sure. So plural sure. Is appropriate, but so. Yeah. It yeah. makes it sound like I was dating a different guy every week. <laughs> but that was not the case. <laughs> I think. Yeah, that's it. That My questions about that were the end of my my notes. OK. The only other note I have is that I think Amanda looks way prettier here than she has in the rest of the movie. She's wearing like a navy blue kind of yes. V-neck t-shirt and she has her hair like braided off to the side over her shoulder. And yep. she just, like, she looks like a normal person in se- instead of some kind of big-haired giraffe. Yeah. We're going to see that multiple times this week where everyone looks better not at the yeah. party. I think every single person, let me think, yes, absolutely every single person we see this week looks better in the light of day than they did dressed up for the party. I think Denise looks about the same. I think she probably looks about the same. Her hair, yeah. we'll get to it, we'll get but to I it. But I think, I agree with you on every other, ca- oh, and you know what? Jock number three looks a little bit rough. We see him, like, barely. But yeah, everybody else looks Well, he had better. he had mirror fun, so he was probably yeah, up later than. that's true. But I think that we could be ready for social media if you were ready. Yes, we can. Do you want to do it or do you want me to? 
I can do it. Okay. We are on Twitter at JE underscore Minute Movies. And we can be found individually on Twitter. I can be found at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We are part of the Scavengers Network, which you can find on Twitter at ScavengersNet. And you can also visit the website at scavengersnetwork.com, where you can purchase the official Can't Hardly Wait Minute t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I almost said television shirt, which isn't a thing yet. It, it's not yet, technically. technically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be 75 years old and doing that joke. Yep. <laughs> we're going to remember nothing else except for that. Yep. <laughs> um. You, so you can buy that. You can also buy, uh, we just had a winter merch drop where um, a bunch of other shows dropped some new merch, um, mm-hmm. such as Blink and You'll Miss It has two new items that you can purchase for that show, should you want to watch, uh, represent that show, if you mm-hmm. want. Yep. So yeah, go there. You can also look at the website. There's links to all the podcasts and sort of episodes organized in a cool way. Um, you can see pictures of us, all sorts of stuff. The website is is a one-stop shop for Anything you want to do with the Scavengers Network. Yes. But I think that's going to do it. We are getting really close to the end. We are. We only have like two two more weeks worth of recordings after this. And one of those might end up, like one of those weeks might end up being kind of smooshed into fewer episodes because of credits. Yeah. It's going to be wild. So it's, but I think I always feel like, it's so weird because, like, I feel like we have only a little bit of time left, but then I feel like we have so much time, but then I'm like, oh, no, the credits are going to take up time. Yeah. It's just, it, it, it's like a slinky of time. Yeah. And and once we get to the credits, I guess we'll have to figure out what the credits are going to look like in terms of this podcast, because there there yeah. should be, it, it, it's not an even multiple of five. Um, right. In terms of minutes, there will be right. either either we smoosh a couple minutes together or we have like one random Monday morning episode <laughs> for the last minute of the credits. Right. And well, I, I think we're going to smoosh credits all into to one episode. But yeah, so uh, it, it's just it's a time is just a slinky or a yo-yo or what is this? And like an accordion. This is how I do accordion, which I don't know. That's, Maybe that's that. No, that's how you do like the fortune teller origami. Oh, things. yeah. That's true. That's true. Or baby shark. Or baby shark. Right. Exactly. Um, anyways, it's you know, it's it's a sweet move, no matter how you how you slice it. And I don't know. You put all that together in time as honeys. Go hot dogs. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content.